November 15th, 2018. Babylon died today. He left almost as quickly as he arrived back in my life. He's been acting pukey, which is normal after he eats a lizard. Monday he vomited, and usually that makes him feel better until the next time he eats a lizard. Instead, he started walking around hunched over and disoriented. In the 15 years he's been here, I only dewormed him once, I think, so I gave him 0.6 mLs of Praziquantel to kill any flukes he might have gotten. He seemed better the next day, but last night he started acting weird again. This morning, Howie called me into the kitchen because he wanted to show me that Babylon was really disoriented and had walked up and laid down in a corner of the kitchen with his nose tucked under the lip of the cabinets. We called the vet and got an appointment for 11 a.m. He didn't appear to be in distress, so Howie started to work in the yard and I went about my morning chores. When I popped back in to check on Babylon, his head was down flat on the floor, something he never does. So I reached down to pet him and was horrified to feel him so near death. I scooped him up and as I turned to Howie, I said, I think he's dead. Then I heard a breath and felt it. I rushed him to the carrier that Howie had prepared for later in the morning and Howie drove him to the bed at 8.48 a.m. I was still in my pajamas and didn't want to slow them down. When Howie got there, they put Babylon on a heating pad, an IV, and oxygen, but at 10 a.m., Dr. Wynn called to say that Babylon had diabetes and was only being kept alive due to life support. His heart rate was dropping as she spoke, and she didn't see any way he was going to recover from this. I told her to let him go peacefully. We never had any idea he had diabetes. We were managing his urinary tract crystal issues all of these years with a dry diet called Royal Canaan Urinary SO. Babylon wouldn't eat raw meat diets or wet cat food. He'd have an occasional bite of tuna or salmon and had drank a bowl of salmon juice last night that he really enjoyed. He wouldn't make a meal of fish either, though. Had I known he was diabetic, there wouldn't have been anything we could do to manage him, so I guess ignorance was bliss. Babylon was dumped at Big Cat Rescue's front gate in a pet carrier at the edge of death from a blockage back in 2003. I suspect his owner couldn't afford the vet costs, nor the expensive diet that he required. He was a black and white tuxedo cat, but clearly had some Siamese genes due to his loud and continuous vocalizations. He got his name because the first time I saw him, I exclaimed out loud, I haven't seen you since Babylon. Everyone in the room just turned to look at me, wondering what the hell that outburst was about. I didn't care. I was just so happy to see my precious soulmate all these eons later. He was laying on the corner of a desk with an IV hanging from above, giving him fluids. We had locked eyes the minute I walked in, and in addition to not knowing what I was babbling on about, the people in the room noticed their patient seemed to have emerged from death's door to raise his head. Howie and I already had Sydney and Garfield, and I resisted asking to bring Babylon home briefly. I was so thankful that Howie was okay with it, as he's the one who always feeds the cats, cleans their litter boxes, and is home with them all day. We were remodeling the gift shop by taking the remaining offices and turning them into display space. That meant Babylon couldn't stay in the office any longer. I didn't have any office space that wasn't in the middle of all of that chaos, so he needed to find a new home. He made that home with Howie and I on the island. 
today as I was digging his grave overlooking Rocky Creek where, where Katera Bobcat used to live. I reached out to the ether to him and vowed that we would meet again and again and again. If you're enjoying my diary, please like, share, and subscribe. You can find other ways to connect to me over at bigcatrescue.org forward slash carol.baskin.